Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and I'm really pleased to be joined today uh, by a newcomer to the podcast, Scott Lizakowski, Portfolio Manager at Phillips Hager and North Investment Management in Vancouver. Scott, one of the uh, one of the real bright young stars of the investment management business in Canada. Great to have you on. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me on the uh, on the podcast. So we've had a lot of conversations over the years, just one on one. And one of the interesting conversations we've been having lately, and we've covered this a little bit with uh, Stu Kedwell on Tuesdays on the podcast, is is the whole idea of the narrowness of the Canadian market, and particularly. Um, what's driving the performance of the Canadian market right now? Uh, one of the numbers I have is if, if you go uh, for the period from January 1st, uh, 2019 to January 30th of this year, TSX is up 13.7%. Uh, but if you strip out gold stocks and one great technology company in Canada, Shopify, uh, the return goes down to 3.1%. Uh, for the remaining stocks over that period. So, so Scott, it, it, it leads to the conversation of as an active manager with so much of that, that performance being concentrated in gold and one stock and the Canadian market being fairly narrow to begin with, how, how do you go about managing that as an active investment manager to, 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 to drive the returns and manage risk, more importantly, at the right level for customers? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question, Dave. I mean, it's something that we wrestle with uh on a sort of continuous basis. Um, you know, you're, you're right. The Canadian market sort of always had some unique aspects to it. Um, you know, and, and in the past it's been, you know, the gold uh, weight in the, in the, in the TSX has sort of always been some somewhat unique relative to other sort of equity benchmarks. And then every once in a while you get these companies, whether it's Shopify or Valiant or uh, Blackberry, that becomes a very dominant name. Uh, in, in the index and and, uh, and and have drive a lot of the performance of of the of the, of the benchmark, which makes it very challenging for Canadian investors. If you, you know if you don't own those sort of two components of the benchmark, it's going to make it really hard to outperform. Um, we've seen that year to date. That, you know you, you mentioned some numbers like if you if you did not own uh, gold or Shopify, you know the rest of the market it's a very different experience with the average stock actually you know kind of being down. Um, you know, around 10%. If you think about Shopify, it's up, you know, on a year-to-date basis, I think it's up about 150%, 160%, something like that. And gold, uh, you know, and Shopify now makes up, you know, is about 6 or 7% of the index. Um, and gold is up, you know, gold stocks are kind of up 50 to 60%, and they contribute about 10% of the index. So, you know, right there, you've you've got, you know, uh, a pretty significant return, um, and if you didn't own those, you had something quite different. You know, I think I was looking at the stats that you know, out of 250 stocks in the TSX, roughly about 100 are up, uh, are greater than zero on a year-to-date basis, and um, I think about 30 of those, or 32 of those, are gold stocks. So if you if you sort of treated gold and shop, you know, gold as one stock and Shopify as a as another, uh, and you did not own them. Uh, that would that would lead to very very uh, different results than than what the benchmark is showing. So Scott, given all that, you know, an an investor might say if if you're managing uh, a Canadian equity portfolio for them, well, why don't you just load up on gold stocks and Shopify right now? If that's what's going up, wh- why don't you just as an investment manager, why don't you just load up on that on the on 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 the one stock in the one area? 
I, I wish it was that easy. Uh, maybe I'll just separate the two and, and talk about gold and Shopify a bit separately. Um, you know, gold is something that we've sort of contended with as Canadian uh, active managers for, for, for a long time. And it's a, it's a bit tricky because, you know, gold as a commodity is very difficult to predict. I think all commodities are, are difficult to, to predict uh, the direction of, but it's very different than, say, other commodities like gold, uh, oil or copper. Um, and so, you know, you, the, the, uh, it, it, because it's very hard to predict, you know, you sort of need to think about your, the management of your exposure in your portfolio. Uh, one of the studies we did, this sort of goes back a, a couple of years, so the numbers might be slightly out of date. But, you know, if you think about over the last 20 years, uh, the TSX has returned on average about 7% a year with a standard deviation of, of 15%. So that, you know, you're either going to get on average 7 or you're going to get, you know, you could be plus 20 or minus 20. And gold has delivered over 20 years uh, an average return of 5%. Uh, so you can make the conclusion that gold underperforms over long periods of time. That's, that's great and everything. But the standard deviation of gold returns are like, you know, 40 or 45%. So the years in which, you know, it outperforms, um, it outperforms by a lot. And, and we're, we're in one of those periods right now. So when we think about our exposure to uh, the gold sector, not only are we trying to buy good gold companies, uh, profitable, generating free cash flow, et cetera, uh, we're also managing our exposure in such that, you know, if you believe that they under gold stocks underperform the broader market over long periods of time, you want to make sure that you're managing that exposure such that in the years in which you get the plus 50% uh, returns, you're not sort of getting wiped out by it. So that's how we think about exposure in our portfolio. Uh, Shopify is a is a very unique uh, situation. Um, you know, people talk about the lack of these innovative growth companies in Canada, and uh, sometimes I say, "Careful what you wish for," because it has been a spectacular growth story. Um, certainly, has has uh, you know came public a, a number of years ago, uh, but has really sort of grabbed the headlines this year as it surpassed Royal Bank as the biggest um, stock in the Canadian market. Uh, they just reported results yesterday, you know, just incredible results in terms of revenue growth. Um, you know, the revenue growth was up 100%, um, you know, in, in the quarter as as COVID lockdown sort of shifted everybody into uh, online mode. And, um, you know, it's been a very spectacular growth story from a revenue. And I think the, I think the market thinks about the future of this company um, uh, quite emphatically. You know, it's still you know, very expensive uh, in terms of profitability because it's not generating any profits. And that sort of brings us to, you know, this idea that, um, you know, you know what, what COVID has, has done, and, I've, you know, this isn't my line, I've heard it several times, and actually one of which comes from the CEO of, of Shopify, is that it sort of brought the next 10 years uh, forward to today. And so any sort of trends that were sort of, you know, happening, it's really accelerated them. E-commerce has been a trend that's been in place for, for a number of years, but, but, you know, COVID has really accelerated it. There was, you know, the, the traditional bricks and mortar retailer had been forced to sort of reposition their business model to be an online retailer. And that, you know, Shopify, that is their business models to enable that to happen. So, you know, we just witnessed in the second quarter of this year, perhaps, um, you know, uh, some of the best sort of conditions for Shopify to deliver uh, results. And, and we always talk about, you know, the market is a forward-looking mechanism. 
and it's thinking about the future of, of e-commerce and it's thinking about an accelerated future of e-commerce and thinking about Shopify's participation in those trends of accelerating e-commerce and effectively bringing that back. And as we all know, interest rates are effectively zero right now. So you're, you're bringing back an accelerated trend, uh, which is a huge runway of growth for this company, and bringing that back um, at, at a zero discount rate. So you think about this company 10 years from now, uh, that's basically what the stock market's discounting, um, you know, very strong execution and accelerating trends um, at a zero discount rate. So that's what we're sort of contending with. And that's why I think the performance has been so strong in that stock. Yeah. And, and you think about it from, from a Canadian investor perspective, you mentioned some of the, some of the historical names uh, that have sort of risen up and, and become the lead stock in the TSX. And you, you mentioned Valiant and, and, and BlackBerry and now Shopify and, and Nortel Networks is, is another one. Uh, the, 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 it's not a great history, and that is in no way, absolutely no way to suggest um, that Shopify is, is going down that route. It just does mean, as you're managing risk, that you need to consider that you're paying an awful lot for this stock right now, and a lot of things need to continue to go right to maintain that valuation. And then, you know, as we've, 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 we've talked about on this podcast before, gold is one of those things where you typically have, you, you've historically seen you know, long stretches of, 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 of very limited performance in the sector and then big spikes in performance for a short period and then, and then back down to, so, so again, it's, it, you, you, you've got to be very careful how you manage the risk around that as, as you're managing a Canadian equity portfolio. Yeah, that's totally right. And, you know, we sort of go back to our basic principles of, you know, having a disciplined uh, research process, thinking a lot in scenarios. You know, we've, if anything, we've learned during this, uh, the COVID period is that, um, you know, scenario analysis is an incredible tool. The, the future is highly uncertain. We've, we've certainly thrown a curveball into the, <laughs> into the future with COVID. Um, and so, you know, um, we think, you know, there's that saying that more things can happen than will happen. And so having a set of scenarios in place to understand what is being discounted uh, in the share price and what is perhaps, you know, what is a scenario or a thought that the market is not considering? And, and then thinking about, you know, what are the likelihoods and every day the, the cards flip over and the, the probabilities change. So, you know, managing that exposure um, is, is something that we, we focus on, on quite a bit here. Great. Well, Scott, thanks. Uh, great to catch up with you today. Thanks for, uh, for, for your insights. We'll look uh, forward to getting you on again in the future. Uh, Scott is one of the, uh, the top coffee aficionados in Canada too. So we'll, uh, we'll get some tips on, uh, on, on places to go outside of Starbucks uh, uh, all, all across Canada in, 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 future, uh, in future visits. But uh, Scott, I'm glad to see you and your family are doing well and, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Dave.